Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Stockton Ashby here. The first episode of the Big Family Pod. Uh, pretty sure nobody's really going to listen to this, but if you do, shout out to you guys. I'm sure you're actually part of my family, which will kind of detract from the purpose of this podcast. But here we are, getting started anyway. So welcome aboard. Uh, I'm making this podcast. It's just kind of a fun thing for me, hopefully to build some following from people of all over. I've learned with my cousin Bridger, who's part of the Big Family Pod in a way, uh, that you got to be doing a podcast if you want to grow in this world. Different uh, outlets to get your voice across, and so I hope that this accomplishes that. So I really just want to kind of tell some stories here. Maybe try and get some different people on who are also from big families and just kind of open up or kind of change the misconceptions and confirm some of the conceptions about big families in America. So here we go. Thanks, everybody, for jumping on board, and let's get into it. So first off, so my name is Stockton Ashby. So I'm 21. I live in Salt Lake, Utah, born and raised. I lived in Tijuana, Mexico for two years, um, serving a mission for my church. And now here we are. I'm attending currently Brigham Young University. I'm a sophomore now, majoring in business, uh, hopefully going into the marketing program or the entrepreneurship program there. Um, Currently living at home because of Corona. So here we are. Uh, And the most interesting thing about me nowadays is that I am the oldest of nine kids. So yep, you heard that right. Nine kids. Uh, This is 2020, not 1920. And it's pretty crazy, you know, I mean, I tell anybody that and it's a really good conversation starter. It gets a lot of people's heads turned and um, I like to do it too. So what's life like being the oldest of nine kids? It's very different. Um, we only have one set of twins. So imagine my mom was pregnant eight times. We had all nine of us by the time before I was 14. So everybody's two years apart. So I'm 21. My next, well, by the end of this year, I'll be 22. And uh, it'll just be even numbers from there. So 22, my brother McKay will be 20. My brother Brock's 18. My sister Emma will be 16. My brother Thomas, 14. My brother Tyler, 12. My brother Taft, 10. And my twin sisters, Mary and Elizabeth, uh, will be 8. So there's the whole gang. Plus we have two dogs, uh, Flo and Bella. So... What's it like? Well, life over here at the Ashby house is a little crazy sometimes. It's kind of like, imagine Mayberry, you know? People are always here. We know all of our neighbors, and there's always something to do. Uh, There's never a moment of silence in our house, right? Like, there are just kids screaming all the time, and that's that we're all older now. Back in the day when I was younger, 14, 15, 16, Those were some noisy years, like not a lot of silence that I remember from that time. (laughs) So, I mean, we've progressed, but there is definitely still some progression to be made. Uh, That is for sure. Um, I love all of my siblings. Definitely a little bit easier to get along with the little ones just because there's not as much competitiveness. However, being um, one of a lot of siblings has definitely helped me to learn how to be competitive and get ahead of other people, have that extra motivation. Um, It's also been a huge, huge blessing in the sense that... uh, In the sense that we're able to learn how to communicate really effectively. Uh, You're always talking. 
you've always got to be able to get your point across. Sometimes it's a real battle for attention. So we've just kind of learned how to accept less attention or dominate a conversation, which has really come in helpful in several situations in my life and sometimes is a big uh, negative as well. Other than that, you can imagine there's several quirks that we've got going on. For example, I've never once not shared a room in my entire life. Even when I lived in Mexico, I always had my companion. So never slept in a room by myself. Um, don't really have a lot of plans on doing so either. Like I really don't mind. I've never done anything different. But when I talk to my friends, they all say that that's really weird, um, which is kind of funny to me. But there you go. Um there's a lot of pet peeves that I have. I've recently, since moving back home, uh, put a bunch of signs on all the bathroom doors asking three simple questions. One, did you flush the toilet? Two, did you turn off the lights? And three, did you put the lid on back whatever you were using? Because those three things don't really tend to happen very often <laughs> in a big family. Uh, certain little things are just forgotten. There's always a mess to be cleaned up. I remember one time... This is like one of maybe like four times I can ever remember being in my house alone in my entire life. My family all went to Arizona, but I had to stay for basketball while I was in high school. And I distinctly remember throwing away a cup into my trash can that I usually had to empty every day. I threw it away. That was probably like five. And then the next morning at like, I want to say nine, I went and threw away like a banana peel and the garbage hadn't changed since I threw in the cup. And I was like truly shocked that there was not a full garbage can looking back at me. <laughs> like it was incredible. And what a feeling to not have to empty that garbage can. So I imagine that some of my, you know, single riders or maybe people with a more normal number of kids don't really have to deal with that. But the garbage cans around here are always very, very full. Um, another perk or uh, major detract of living in an enormous family is the enormous need for a Costco membership. Uh, you know those guys that go to the gym like every day, everybody knows like these guys, these guys are for real. They've got their protein powder, the little exercise bands, their arms look big enough that they could rip somebody's head off. Like those guys, you know, they're gym guys. Well, I imagine that if there was such a thing as a Costco stereotype guy, a gym bro for Costco, my father and mother would fit that bill. I think that they go there more often than they go to church, and we go to church probably once or twice a week. <laughs> and I mean, it is a religious devotion there. They buy in bulk. Um, oftentimes, my dad will tell the story about how he goes through the line and people think that he's getting geared up for some sort of scout camp or football team lunch or dinner. And really, it's just the weekly supplies. So I don't want to like get into too many finance things here. One, because I don't really know the truth of all of it. Two, I don't want people getting the wrong idea about us. But I will tell you that the bill from Costco is not a small one. <laughs> like... We go through – here's some astounding numbers for all of you guys that are listening, which I'm sure includes my grandparents and maybe a couple friends. If you've made it this far into the podcast, I really appreciate it. Um, but here's some, some real numbers for you guys. Uh, we go through 16 gallons of milk every week, okay? That's not almond milk. This is none of your, you know, silk 
milk that comes from a nut type of deal going on here. No, this is milk from a cow, 2%, whole milk, whatever you want. We are drinking that every week, and we never have extras. 16 gallons, people. That's more than two gallons a day. <laughs> that is some serious, serious milk. It's enough to warrant buying a cow, but my mom just doesn't want to have to pick up after it, uh, which is understandable. So on top of the milk, that's not even including chocolate milk. So go ahead and throw in two or three more gallons of chocolate milk, you know. So that puts you like 18. I mean, that's two gallons a person right there, <laughs> which is not good for you. I don't think that that much milk could be good for you or anyone, especially the cow we're getting it from. But it's good for Costco, so there's that. Uh, on top of that, we're getting you know anywhere from 10 dozen eggs a week. You know, those big five dozen eggs that come from Costco, we're looking at two of those weekly. And I mean, we are not seeing leftovers. That's what I don't want people to think is like, we're getting these and being wasteful. Everything is being used. So just imagine what, you know, a couple with their two little kids goes through and just really put that on an exponential scale. And you are getting somewhere in the ballpark of the Ashby family. Um, let's go ahead and talk about transportation because that's a big part of society. Uh, our transportation, very unique. Growing up, you know, once you hit that that over eight mark in your family, you are swimming in uncharted territory or territory that puts you in the same category as the vehicles used by rapists. So we used a minivan until we hit seven kids, which was my brother Taft. And then we had to make a switch because we couldn't all go in the car and we didn't have like none of us could drive, you know, I mean, it's not like I was driving around. So we got a big white 12 passenger van. Okay, so as you can imagine, people can sometimes get the wrong idea about a big white 12 passenger van cruising through the elementary school neighborhoods, making frequent stops to daycares and, uh, you know, neighborhood get togethers. So what we did is just did our best to try and make that as family friendly as possible. Being from Utah, Salt Lake, we are huge jazz fans. If you haven't put it together by now, my name's Stockton, named after John Stockton, who's my dad's hero. So naturally, what we did with the big white 12-passenger van is we strapped on a Utah Jazz sticker. Okay, this was really great because it gave us an identif identifiable uh, brand. I would say it was the symbol of our family, you know. <laughs> cruising around and it also helped my mom and dad get friendly waves and thumbs up from pretty much everybody we drove past because they thought maybe we were transporting the players um the jazz van was a great car you know other than like the driving it part um if you pushed on the gas the air conditioning didn't work which is you know the majority of the time you're actually operating a vehicle you're using the gas so just go ahead and Imagine nine kids in there with no AC, and yep, it's probably exactly how you're imagining it. <laughs> um, on top of that, you know, no backup cam. However, it did make a loud noise beeping every time you went in reverse just to alert everyone in the car and around it, this thing's coming at you. So we used that, and it was really, really great. 
Hold on, look, one of my sisters is calling me now. The big family pod being interrupted by the big family itself. Give me two seconds. Hold on. Okay, she'll probably keep yelling, but that's okay. That's what we usually do to resolve things around here. If someone doesn't answer, yell louder. But anyways, Jazz Van, Costco, these are just a couple of the things that you get used to while living in a in a life like this, as well as stares from everyone around you thinking there's no way you're all from the same family. But we all look exactly alike, so everyone knows that we are, which is kind of a really ironic thing when you roll up to any event with all nine of us. Um, yeah, all of that being said, I love being part of a big family. It's taught me skills that I would never learn anywhere else. Um, I'm really grateful that my parents had all these children. I'm grateful that I was the oldest of them. And I think it's just going to keep paying off dividends uh, as we move forward. As you can imagine a family dinner in the future where just your children alone and their spouses are taking up 18 spots, plus my parents, that's 20. That's without any grandkids. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. But anyways, so just remember Costco's a good place, a place where a big family can be happy and buy in bulk to their heart's content, that a vehicle of such proportions do exist, though they're not very comfy, and you do run the risk of a child getting carsick every time you get in. So anyways, this is the first episode of the Big Family Pod. I look forward to keeping doing these, keep telling you guys funny stories and events and tips on how to be uh, part of a big family. We're hoping to get on other members of large families here in in the country. I know a couple people that are from families even bigger than me and uh, we're excited and looking forward to that. So thanks for being part of this first episode. Pretty sure that none of you are going to make it this far, but if you did, we are glad to have you. So again, this is Stockton Ashby. Welcome aboard the big family pod. We'll see you next week. Thanks guys. Bye-bye.